Everyone, remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello and welcome to the 110th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we'll touch on a few birthdays in the news segment, and then we have another edition of the Jurassic Mailbag segment, where Jennifer, Tarek, and I take a look at all the emails and voicemails that we've received over the past month. We'll cover some questions on possible film errors, Lex's inability to turn off a flashlight, Fallen Kingdom, potential plot lines, and much more. So without wasting any more time, let's get this episode started off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access rate program. Access rate security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. We do have a few Jurassic birthdays to go over this week. This past Sunday, August 6th, was Ty Simpkins' birthday, Gray Mitchell from Jurassic World, the day of this release, Monday, August 7th, is Wayne Knight's birthday, Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. And Wednesday, August 9th, celebrates the birthday of Justice Smith, newcomer to the Jurassic series with a role in the upcoming Fallen Kingdom. Happy birthday to everybody this week. Spread the joy to them on social media and wish them all a great day. Oh, there it is. There it is. I'm not a computer nerd. Aren't you supposed to be a genius or something? I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendry. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here. And there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? We're back in the Jurassic Mailbag segment today. I have my usual suspect here, Jennifer Tarek. How you doing today? Hey, I'm good. It's fun in the mailbag. Yes. In the mailbag, we're in the mailbag. It, you know, we, we, we kind of talked about this a little while back saying we should do this more often. We get so many things in our voicemail and in our in our mailbox that uh, I hate like all this stuff backing up. And I think last time we did it, we had like months worth of items to go over. And it was like, uh, you know, this is like four months old. And I don't know if anybody cares about that, you know at this point anymore that person who asked the question so i want to try and be on more you know more on top of things and uh we decided to do it monthly now so this is i guess our, our first real monthly episode so this is gonna be fun i'm ready to uh step this segment up to an you know a whole new level so this is officially the monthly mailbag yeah hashtag that <laughs> yeah I, I i love i love this it's so much fun and uh like usual, we don't really screen these uh, voicemails or or really the uh, the the emails too much. I kind of skim through them real quick, but I don't really like think about answers or anything like that. And you have no clue what's coming your way, so nope. it's, <laughs> surprise. 
It's always it's always more fun that way to kind of uh, you know be a little bit blind going into them, and it keeps us on our toes. We have to really know what we're talking about. So I and like it's that. like there's no fakeness here. We have nothing written. We're just going at it on the fly as yeah. it comes in. So yeah, you can tell it. because I just got right into it. I didn't like linger on that intro. Just hey, here's Jen. Let's do this. Who needs an intro? <laughs> this is a monthly mailbag. You need a theme song. Is what you need. I a have like back theme song. I have my listener segment, so like I, the intro for that. So I, I kind of that's like one of my favorite ones. So I don't know, I don't know if we can if we need a new one or because I really like that one. That's it's the one where like Ian is is looking for Sarah in in the mm-hmm. in the wilderness and he's like Sarah. Like I just love that intro. It just cracks me up. So I'll stick with that for now. And if you just if you're listening to this, that's probably what you just heard. So. <laughs> I'm tight on time, so I let's we'll see if I can make something else. Um, but why don't we just dive right in? I'm ready. I'm already in the bag. I'm like swimming with the letters. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> All right. This first one comes from Lizzie uh, via our website. Um, and actually, I guess before I just you can you can also uh, contact us on our website. You can call us via voicemail seven three two eight two five seven seven six three. You can email us jurassicparkpod at gmail dot com or tweet us whatever you want, and uh, we'll get to them. So, like I said, this one's from Lizzie via our website. It says, "Hey Brad, just wanted to say how much I love the podcast. It gets me through the long days at work. Been a fan of Jurassic Park since seeing it in a cinema in nineteen ninety three. I've still got a." long way to catch up but since i've been listening to your your top five uh episode on toys i've finally started my collection of jp and the lost world kenner toys as i didn't have them when i was a kid i now have a small pack of raptors and a dilophosaurus complete with frill and screams keep up uh with the awesome podcast lizzie from the uk so inspired her that's so awesome you know that is that is really cool I, i i didn't really necessarily consider that kind of stuff when when talking about things you know like like the toys the top five uh toys i think we did both you know the kenner uh line the original line and uh the kenner hasbro line for the lost world and i think i did those both with aaron um and they're they're so much fun i love those episodes uh i don't know how much farther we can take it we could probably like look at some obscure ones and stuff that we didn't really talk about maybe the first time around but the top five, it like covers so much. And I think we, we even push it a little bit farther than five usually <laughs> with some like honorable mentions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it might, hard, might be hard to continue because I didn't really have a lot from uh, Jurassic Park 3. So that was a tough one for me. I might have to like corral some folks who, who like have, you know, a lot of the Jurassic Park 3 toys and, and get them on to talk about their top fives. Um, but like like Lizzie, I guess I've kind of done the same thing and I'm like, all right, well maybe I should try to get some of these, uh, Jurassic park three toys since I didn't have them as a kid. And, uh, what do I have? I think I, I think I have two. I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at them right now. I think that's all of them. I I have like this tiny T-Rex. It's a green, it's sort of hard plastic. It's very small, sort of like the baby or the, uh, juvenile T-Rex from, uh, the original line. And then I also have a pretty cool looking raptor. Uh, it's like red and purple. I, I actually like that one quite a bit. It's um, an interesting pose. Not I don't quite like the pose as much as some of the older raptors. But uh, it is a cool piece. Um, but yeah, that's that's as far as I've gotten with Jurassic Park 3. But uh, I'm, I'm really glad that uh, at least Lizzie here is, is caught up and 
you know, tried to get some of these these uh, older toys. Do you have anything uh, still lying around or, or anything at all? Um. Okay, this is gonna sound awful. I never really had any toy Jurassic toys when I was a kid because I had a lot of older cousins who were boys and they were they brought their toys to my grandma's house and so they yeah. just kind of scattered around my grandma's house so i didn't really own any personally i did get some jurassic world ones though for the same reason lizzie lizzie probably did was it takes a whole new meaning when you're an adult and at this point you're just like i gotta have them just cause they mean so much and they're jurassic and they, they take on a whole new meaning so i got some from jurassic world but um i don't have any yeah. Before that, I don't know what happened to them. I don't you're know. Not, if my you're grandma, not alone. Yeah, I know. She passed away. I don't know. Uh, you know, I know a lot of of uh, fans in the community actually don't have any toys at all, or or not even collectors nowadays. It's just something you know, something you had to, I, I guess, get into at a certain point in time, or else maybe you're not into it anymore, or something like that. But uh, so you're not alone there. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you should feel like you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think it kind of <laughs> really goes both ways, like extremely both ways. Either you had every exactly. toy and you loved them and you played with them and you're all over it, or you just never really had any and you're cool with it. There's not really a middle, I don't think, from what I see in the fandom anyway. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really go wrong either way. Oh, no, I mean. no, not at all. I mean, nowadays for me, it's it's about collecting them. And, you know, I, I, I'm not one of the people that, you know, keeps them in a box or anything like that. I just straight up open them put them on a shelf and I don't care like I'll get maybe some older ones on eBay I've actually recently in the past year or so I've gotten a few that I, I missed out on the original line and uh, I didn't care they didn't need to be mint or anything like that I just got some open you know used toys and I'm like that's cool you know they they had their time so I'll put them right here and, and uh, enjoy looking at them <laughs> that's about it yeah that, that's it you just feel better with them around for some reason yeah. I understand that <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so thank you very much, Lizzie. Uh, I'm glad you've been listening and uh, catching up on everything and you're, you're getting back into it. So that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have another email. Um, this one is from Allie and it says, my name is Allie and I have a quick question that I'd love to uh, have you address during your next podcast. Why was Lex Murphy able to reconfigure all of Jurassic Park's computer programs in 30 seconds, but is... <laughs> But is unable to turn off a flashlight. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. She, I never thought of that. It goes on. She has the pressure. Uh, she had the pressure from eat, uh, from meat eating dinosaurs in both situations. Thoughts sincerely, the future ex Mrs. Malcolm. That's that is so funny. I I obviously couldn't get through that without laughing because it's so true. I, I don't I don't know. Well, Maybe, well, like computers maybe are such her comfort zone beyond anything that even in a panic situation, she's okay. But in a panic situation with like a flashlight, maybe she's not okay. Yeah. I don't know. It, it probably panic played into it. But maybe, I mean, there are some people who really are really comfortable with computers. I'm probably one of them. And I would be fine in a dire situation if I had to do something on a computer. But maybe like if I was outside of my computer and was have to deal with something else even as simple as the flashlight especially one i've never seen before like i don't know maybe maybe i would have trouble yeah well, try and justify that uh, that's what <laughs> i wanted to do i want to like take a look at the facts of the situations um out in the t-rex paddock she's in the uh, vehicle with just her brother at this point i think right and they grab the flashlight turn it on i've you know the doors open at one point and it's very dark obviously and there's 
a giant T-Rex outside. And the only thing, you know, in between them is, uh, you know, glass door and the vehicle, you know, the sides of the vehicle and whatnot. So that's that's a tough situation. Um, and then, on the other hand, in the uh, computer room uh, or whatever, um, she's behind, like, some, some thick glass and, and they're blocking the door. And, yes, that's a pretty tense situation, but she's not dealing with it directly, I, I don't think so. I don't know, maybe that's the difference. Maybe because, like you said, she's really obviously great at computers. She's a... a a computer nerd or a hacker or whatever she wants to be called. And um, I think that's the difference is like the the T-Rex situation, she had to deal with it directly uh, with both, you know, the dinosaur and the flashlight. And the other one, it was just the computer. So uh, I'll yeah, give, her, and give like, her the benefit of the doubt. As soon as she sat down at the computer, she probably felt like automatically comfortable anyway because she knew exactly she's seen it before. So mm-hmm. it probably kind of put her at ease. Plus she's in air conditioning opposed to yeah. a hot car that would affect my judgment i know that oh god i never really my thought hair about frizz that and i would forget everything i never i actually never thought about that you know they're in very like hot climate right and mm-hmm. they've been trapped in these cars for a few hours like it's been a while right like it had to have been a while because it mm-hmm. almost it's dark and everything and uh yeah it's got to be really sweaty at one point i think she's like fanning herself off with her hat um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, factors, I think in that vehicle, you know, it's dark and maybe, maybe she's sweaty from all that, that heat and she just fumbling around. She can't get the thing. And Tim's trying to turn it off as well, figure it out. But, uh, let's yeah, just and there's agree. Like a T-Rex coming through the yeah. glass. I, I think the, the T-Rex, let's say this, the T-Rex was the first di. Oh no, no, not the first dinosaur. They, I guess they saw the Triceratops, but the first like serious interaction like with something giant yeah yeah exactly Minasaurus like is. like i think that's pretty intimidating raptors obviously she was afraid of everything she's like all the dinosaurs <laughs> but um i don't know uh well, let's just say there were so many factors involved in that in that t-rex one that she couldn't she just couldn't do it she couldn't pull it off she choked yeah it happened yeah she had intense <laughs> focus on that computer obviously yeah that worked out timmy <laughs> on the other hand I, I, th- I think he had to go to the bathroom or something because he was just hopping up and down, <laughs> like, holding himself, I'm pretty sure. But why don't we head over to the voicemail here. Let's take a listen to our first voicemail. And I don't know who it comes from, so let's just take a listen. <laughs> you know, um, I heard that there's going to be animatronics that have CGI. Oh, wait, I don't think I started that from the beginning. <laughs> let's go back. Okay, Professional. questions about... Jurassic World, Paul and Keenum. Um, I heard that there's going to be animatronics that have CGI. And um, I was wondering if Blue's going to be in it and um, if there's going to be any new hybrid dinosaurs. I'll just tell I'll leave you guys a message. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So what do we got? A few well, questions Brad, here. Well, Brad, since you're the producer and I'm like the director, we can totally answer this question. Yeah. Thoroughly. We know all the details right here, right now. Um. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to share them. So <laughs> how can we? How can we be careful with that question? All right. So he heard that there's going to be um, animatronics, and I guess maybe he's thinking not CGI. Um, that is shouldn't be the case. There will definitely be CGI. There will definitely be animatronics. We've heard so. You know, like well, well, it's stuff that's question, clearly though, out there. Are they going to 
are they going to CGI over the animatronics? That is a good question. I would say most likely. I feel like that's just a, a common thing now, just a CGI over everything. You know, yeah, like because I know he's probably ex- thinking, and a lot of people are excited about the prospect of animatronics. But I, I never get caught up in that because I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna CGI over it, so it's mm-hmm. kind of pointless. Yeah, I mean, l- let's look at like uh the planet of the apes you know you have an actor like a a legit good actor that people sometimes forget about underneath you know all the apes um but Mm -hmm. if you want to take the main one uh you have him under there and he he is a fantastic actor and he's doing a lot of work but people forget that and then they cover him over you know with cgi and now he looks like an ape and uh it's an incredible process but there's definitely something under there at first so Will these animatronics be touched up? I, I don't doubt it, you know? I think uh, if there's any kind of issue, they'll touch it up. Like, I, I just recently heard that, uh, uh, what is it, Justice League has been going, you know, doing some reshoots, but at the same time, uh, what's his name? Uh, Superman. Um, I, I can't come up with his name at the moment. Everybody's like, do 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 his name is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> um, he he's been doing reshoots and i think he's filming what is it this is everybody's saying blah 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 this is the movie um <laughs> mission impossible i think and he oh, has a mustache i know in that nothing movie. i'm the worst co-host like, I know <laughs> he has a mustache in that movie and he doesn't have a mustache as superman so they have to cgi over his mustache so oh. this these things happen you know like they just do these things and you don't really end up ever knowing too much. Um, so maybe maybe they will CGI over some of the animatronic. Or maybe, you know, it'll just be straight animatronic, straight CGI at one point. Um, he's wondering if Blue's going to be in it. I mean, I, not that there hasn't been any kind of official confirmation, right? I, I don't believe. No, nothing's been official really at all. Yeah, there's there's been like... Nothing like no press releases or anything. It it would it'll just be like Frank Marshall saying, "Hey, there's this thing, blah blah blah, blah blah," and everybody's like, "Oh my god, con- confirmed right there. That's it." So things like animatronics, we know because of like J. A. Bayona, the director, tweeted stuff, and and I think uh, Frank Marshall tweeted stuff. So you know there is gonna be some. We don't know officially if Blue would be in it, but I don't think they'd abandon that dinosaur you know there's a good probability yeah and uh i think you have a pretty good probability i I know like it just at the end of the movie blue and the t-rex kind of like nodded at each other and are just like uh, (laughs) let's go our separate ways and they just drifted off and we know from confirmation that the rex is back so why wouldn't blue be back and if they're going back to the island and they're gonna be there yeah there's, he's going to be there someplace. Yeah, another thing confirmed is that they're going to be back on New Bar. So why not, you know, revisit Blue and see what he's up to. And Chris Pratt is obviously back. So I think, like, as a character, Owen will will specifically want to know what Blue has been doing. Or, you know, I don't know what the situation will be. But if, say, for instance, they just show up on the island after a long time, they'll they'll be like, where's my dinosaur? i got to find Blue. He's going to say it just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be blunt about it. Um, and he also asked if there's going to be any new hybrid dinosaurs. Um, well, there's been much speculation, oh, and yeah. similar to Blue. Um, well, without spoiling anything, you can put that together and 
take a guess on that. Yeah, we're not really into uh, spoiling anything here. You know, it's just kind of whatever's been confirmed via tweets or, you know, any kind of official release or anything like that, which is honestly not much. We don't really have a ton to go off of. We have slight clues here and there, but that's about it. So it will there be a new hybrid? I, I don't know. I, I think you'd based off. Let's just base it off of the last movie. I don't think they're going to give that idea away. You know, I don't think they're going to not do it. You know, I think I think they're going to continue with that trend of, of creating essentially the ultimate dinosaur. And they, they talked about that in in Jurassic World. You know, like what if these things were smaller per se or you know that they could go into a war situation and and you know eat eat the enemy belt buckle and all so i I think we'll we'll see an adaptation i guess of that in a certain way but i don't i don't know i'm not really sure how they'll do it i kind of think they already dipped their toes in that and so it's kind of become a norm so they they'll do it for that reason because Mm -hmm. they already have done it and it went over well i guess and people kind of want to see it and so i don't see why they wouldn't do it really so plus, i would bet on it plus dr Wu is still out there somewhere you know he's out there and he's the guy that's in charge of all this this hybridization of of the dinosaurs so yeah you know it, it, i just think it's inevitable that something will happen and then you know colin talked about all these companies that'll be doing i think he said the apple pc kind of thing you know um so maybe there's another company that'll give it a shot yeah i really don't know what was confirmed and what wasn't at all so it's really i have no idea about that you always say you're always like colin said this and jay abona said that i'm just eh. i don't know i try to stay away because i don't know what's been confirmed and what hasn't and so I don't want to say something that may have not been confirmed. So <laughs> yeah, like, uh. I, I've been keeping. I've been trying to keep good tabs on what people have said and what is a leak, because there's a big difference between, you know, somebody yeah. taking a set picture and showing specific things that, let's face it, both you and I probably know or have seen. Mm-hmm. But it's you know you just don't want to step on those toes. Right. So that's why I don't know what was leaked and what wasn't, <laughs> opposed to what was confirmed and what wasn't so i'm just me like likely on just everything everything people ask me is like, yeah likely. <laughs> that's gonna be the mo- the shortest podcast is like every question you're just like likely like it's like yeah. all right next email blah 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 <laughs> yeah likely all right yeah. let's hit the next Thanks one <laughs> speaking of that let's move on here thank you very much for that voicemail i i don't i didn't catch your name sorry about that um but uh we got another voicemail so let's take a listen our base camp up and running in 30 minutes. That's half an hour, over and out. Cancel that order. What? Why? This is a game trail, Mr. Ludlow. Could have us <laughs> hunt on game trails and we want to set up a base camp or buffet. Let's find a new spot, shall we? Over and out. Peter, if you want me to run you on a camping trip, there are two conditions. Personally, I'm in charge. When I'm not around, Gita is. All you have to do is sign your checks, open your case of scotch, and tell us we had a good day. Second condition is my fee. You can keep it. All insurance for my services is a right to hunt on a tyrannosaur. A male, buck only. How and why is my business? Now, if you don't like either of those conditions, you're on your own. So go ahead, set up a base camp right here, or in a swamp, or in the middle of a wreck's nest for all I care, for I'll be on too many safaris with rich dentists to listen to any more suicidal ideas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have one response. Likely. Likely. Because <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I, I didn't want to touch on it, but you wouldn't, so... 
the best, one of the best quotes from the Lost World. Uh, that one came from our friend Yaros. So uh, thank you, dude. That that was awesome. That's that awesome. Was likely, yeah. There's there's like a few people in the community that like know that thing straight up, and uh, <laughs> I wish I could do that. Like I know you know while watching a movie, I can basically do it, but like on a whim, I can't just like recite like a long <laughs> monologue like that. <laughs> That's actually really awesome. That's a, that's cool. It's a good talent. Yeah. Good, that's a good skill to have. Right it really there, is. Reciting <laughs> random <laughs> I love it. Um, let's move on here. This is a message from Kat. And uh, Jen, I think you're going to uh, like this one. And it, we've kind of touched on it before. So um, we'll just let's just say that she's frustrated here. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So the email is, so I'm watching the original JP uh, and with Disneyland's 62nd birthday coming up this Monday, uh, obviously this is a little bit old, um, I am even more infuriated that they got the opening year wrong. I am so upset that they say it opened in 1956 when it clearly opened in 1955. I know I've written in about this before, and you had some good answers for me. The one I chose is to believe that writers used it as a jab specifically from Universal to Disney, because back then there was definitely a feud slash competition between the two. Now we jump to the new tagline for the new movie, Fallen Kingdom. I feel even stronger now that this is specifically a jab directly at Disney. Magic Kingdom slash Fallen Kingdom. I know you've talked about this, and now I'm even more sure that it is a direct assault. Um, all of us who have worked for Disney or Universal know that there is definitely a rivalry. Blech, I can't say that word. Rivalry. <laughs> rivalry. Rivalry. And yeah, yeah, you you say you say that word. And uh, there is even new marketing coming out of the parks. Universal Orlando's your kids are growing and ready for the next level of vacationing. Another direct hit at Disney for being little kids. I suppose I'm just going to accept this and appreciate it and try not to get so annoyed when I hear Disneyland opened in 1956 when I watched the original. Uh, now that would be uh, now what would be fantastic is if the new movie somebody says disney world opened in 1972 <laughs> um that's the end of it yeah all um, right so i appreciate her her little rant about those those commercials when they show oh this little girl doesn't want to be a princess she wants to be harry potter like i get that that's annoying but um about her question i i kind of i I gotta gonna make her feel better here by saying I don't think Fallen Kingdom is a reference to Magic Kingdom at all. Actually, I never got that. I didn't think of that until people in the fandom started bringing that up. My initial thought was to T Rex Kingdom because they already had that built and like established in the first movie, so it makes sense that. And then the T Rex was gonna like kind of dinosaur around, and so that was like her kingdom, and so it's about that and i never really went to magic kingdom until i saw it in, in the comments and stuff so maybe in that aspect it's not a jab to disney yeah i I, I agree you know we did talk about it quickly but i feel like we had to talk about it just because of the um the kingdom reference but you know we were trying to come up i think me and aaron were trying to like discuss any possibility as to what you know fallen kingdom meant and uh, we talked about it for probably over an hour. So obviously we mentioned like every possibility at that point. And Magic Kingdom was something that people talked about at that point. And you know, well, what, how is it to relate to, to that? And I mean, yeah, there could be a slight relation, but I don't know. That's like pretty low on my list of things that Fallen Kingdom means. And I think you've got it 
you know nailed right there that uh you know it's about the t-rex kingdom and and just like the kingdom uh of you know jurassic world or something like that oh, so nublar yeah like nublar you nublar. know just it was the end, end of the movie that T-Rex, it was in T-Rex Kingdom, and at the end, she did her little roar over her kingdom, and yeah. now we're at Fallen Kingdom. And so I really don't think it's a Disney reference at all. And they maybe didn't think of that either, and then they saw it, and people were saying it, and I'm like, oh, okay, we didn't even think of that because our heads were so this way to the T-Rex, yeah. I think. What do you think about the uh, that quote from Jurassic Park? Because that is, it is strange that John Hammond does say, like, well, when Disneyland opened in 1956, you know, you didn't <laughs> yeah. think they had any problems or whatever. So, um, and obviously, even even at that point, um, Malcolm says, well, when Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, the pirates don't eat the tourists. And even But that yeah. ride wasn't open in 1955 or 56 or anything. It took a few years for that to come in. But um, so was it was it a mistake by the writers or... Was it a jab? Um, I don't know. What do you think about that specifically? I don't, I don't think it was a jab. I think they've been jabbing lately, so I'm on, on her train about that. But no, I don't think that was a jab. I think because he even joked about building in Orlando and stuff like that. So I think it was just a reference that Jurassic's a park and Disney's a big theme park. And it's like this, they're in the same game. That's all. I don't think there was any personal jabs um, from Universal to Disney. Yeah, I don't. so I did a, a, as much researching as I could. It, it's very difficult to find any kind of information on this, um, and I do have a quote, sort of, um, from Gerald Molin, uh, one of the producers producers from Jurassic Park. He is, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, man, uh, Doctor Har- Harding from uh, um, the first movie, the guy at the sick triceratops, and uh, he. Um, his quote here, uh, somebody asked him, you know, why does John Hammond say that? And his quote is typo. <laughs> so <laughs> there you have it. I there think, it is. I think that has to answer it. I, I think that's the definitive, definitive answer. Unless we specifically hear from Steven Spielberg. I think even he's said something about it. I, I, I believe I had something, but it was like not a full quote or anything. It was just somebody said like, Oh, it was a mistake or something. But, um, so one of the producers right here says it was a typo. So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I guess they just didn't double check what year it opened. And somebody's like, all right, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> That's when it opened. Yeah. And it was there close. Was someone, it was off by yeah. a year, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, it is It is frustrating when you're such a big fan like we are, both of us and Kat, um, of the parks there. And you get that little detail wrong. And, and it, it could mean many things. Like, it, it could have been a jab. But, but um yeah, I guess it's not. It's just a typo. Yeah, I don't think so. Not that or um, Fallen Kingdom. I don't think that's Disney-related. Yeah. One of the things I like to consider is that, you know, we all know that Hammond was a bit delusional. And, you know, he he thinks he could fix things so much and he, he doesn't know what the heck's going on. So I think he's just like, he's frazzled. He just says 1956. He doesn't know what's happening. So he that's made a, a mistake. Point. I'll put, I'm blaming it, it on be. him. It could be like a little a little joke in there. Like he's just so he doesn't know anything and he thinks he knows everything and so he's just throwing out random facts. Yeah. He's he's like know. slightly off on just about like everything. Yeah. yeah. Slightly off on just about everything. Um but I guess that's uh that's it for that one. Uh thanks again, Kat. That was uh, a good one. Hopefully I think that wraps it up. Typo. That's about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we have one here from Twitter. It comes from Fede. Um, he says, not sure if already done, but I'd love to hear at Jurassic Park Pod talk about what Malcolm would say about the volcano eruption slash save the dinos or not. Volcano eruption would be a natural pro- uh, process that would select dinos for extinction. So would he be in favor of letting them be killed? Um, that's that's his question there from Ooh. Twitter. Now, what do we know about this? We know, here, I'll, I'll tell you, this is from Frank Marshall. At one point he said something about two things that he's been working on, have a volcano. And he, he mentioned like, a, a, I forget, one of them was like a play, I think. And the other one was was Fallen Kingdom. Um, so we have a volcano. Some of the material we've seen so far has seen like cracked. And obviously the poster is, is very volcano-esque. It has sparks and it has smoke and uh, falling embers, it looks like. Or uh, not embers, but uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, I would call it embers. Well, yeah, there's embers, but there's what's the other one? one ash yeah (laughs) sometimes i just need like a kick you know like (laughs) tell me what the word is i'm trying to say um so we do know that those are specific things we've seen um whether it does erupt or it's you know kills all the dinosaurs or what i I don't know but um what would malcolm say about that That that's a very good question um oh i think he'd be like good do it let it happen i i guess you know I don't have the audio on hand. Um, I think I meant to play it last week, but I, I, I don't know. It got it got aside from me because I had a kid, so uh, I didn't really think about it. But <laughs> um, there's audio of Ian Malcolm doing an interview, I think, with MTV. Or not Ian Malcolm. That's dumb. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> doing the interview with MTV, and he says something about um, maybe he's had a change of heart, I think, or, or something like that. Or he's evolved or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if we can assume his initial thoughts would be this way when maybe he changed. I don't know. And we have seen that Frank Marshall has posted a lot of like Save the Dinosaur, you know, posters and stuff. It looked like a school or something. It was one of like the first things that we saw during the production, I believe. You know, there was like a tweet. Yeah. Um, I so. That. There, there, it might, there might be a campaign to save the dinosaurs, um, and there might be a volcano eruption. And where does Malcolm stand? Uh, I don't, I don't know. And you think, you think he'll just be like, "Uh oh, whoops, there go the dinos." <laughs> I do. I think he'll, he'll do that whole nature selected them kind of thing. Like, here's our second try of nature selecting them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's had so many interactions with these things. You'd think straight up that he'd just be like uh let's let that happen and let them be killed and be done with this like that's it no more um but i guess that's the easy way out right that that's what you'd assume maybe maybe he says you know we gotta fight for these i I don't know I, i i just can't see that happening based off what we already know so unless some other information comes forward about you know what he's been doing the past 20 years then maybe i could see him wanting to save them but as of now uh no yeah same there was um uh loot crate had this is like sort of besides the point because it's not like official or anything but 
Loot Crate had um, uh, a box with some Jurassic, or Jurassic item inside. And um, they do some like behind-the-scenes campaigning and stuff for the boxes that they're sending out um, with these items. And uh, one of the things was like um, there was like a video on YouTube and a voicemail that you could call. And uh, this, this guy that does like famous people like voices and stuff, he actually did – a full voice message you probably heard it here on the podcast we played it and um he did a full voice message as i guess ian malcolm or jeff goldblum i don't know which one but uh and it was about saving the dinosaurs so i do maybe, remember that yeah, yeah so i not that i consider like a loot crate exclusive item and, and their campaign around that I, I think that maybe they would just do their own thing but maybe well, there see, was a tie-in i, I don't know I found that bizarre, too, when they did that. And I'm like, is that really true to character? I don't know. So I kind of felt uneasy about that anyway. Yeah. So if they do go that route, I'll be like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Know. And then in the video, they actually got um, the – what's – I don't – man, I'm blanking today. My brain is not working. Uh, whatever his <laughs> name is <laughs> that played Gray, Gray Mitchell. Uh, yeah. Well, I can't think of it. Ty I'm, I'm a terrible fan. Who cares? Um Hi. Ty, yeah, there you go. Ty Simpkins. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got him, and he was actually in the video, and he he thought he was like th- like part of like getting rid of the dinosaurs, and then they informed him that this video was about saving the dinosaurs, and he's like, what? No, 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 forget about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be part of this. So he wants them gone, but Ian Malcolm wants them to stay? I, I don't know. That just seemed weird, but maybe, yeah. maybe that's what happens. I, I don't know. I, I could see them, you know, doing it. Just for, you know, for the sake of changing things up, I guess. Um, but as as of what we know now, based off his character, I can't see it. Right. Same. But something might happen that we don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. And then maybe we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Let's move on here. Thanks, Fede. Um, here we've got another voicemail. I don't know anything about it. Let's take a listen. Oh, uh, yeah. I have some information on um, the next... Um... Jurassic Park movie, so um, uh, I went on the set, and apparently, um, uh, there's gonna be this man. There, I, I forgot what his name was. It's some like Kong, something like I don't know. Anyway, so then there's there's gonna be robots in this movie apparently, and like there's gonna be like some T Rex fighting this other dinosaur. I I don't know what it is. It has a lot of spikes on it. Has some spice on his head himself. It's really weird. And um, if you have a chance to tell Steven Spielberg something for me, like just mention me. You know, my name is Quasars, aka Big Buzz, aka Moonbeam James. So, um, uh, yeah. All right, <laughs> that's it. Did somebody just drunk call you? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna actually. We should stop this, and I'm gonna contact Steven. Uh, let Get him, him know. on here and have Quasars, a.k.a. Big Buzz, a.k.a. Moonbeam. I didn't hear the rest of it, but yeah, I'm going to let let him know that, you know, he needs to be a part of this movie. Um, I didn't I did not catch what he said in the beginning. Did you? It was something there about a man being in the movie and he did, forgot his name. And there are robots in the movie. Then there's going to be robots. Robots. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's cover that. Um, robots? No, no. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's likely. No robots. 
Maybe he meant animatronic. I think I think that's that, that was thinking about that. That's probably what he meant. So in that case, <laughs> robots. Yeah, def- that's likely then. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, there's going to be a T-Rex fighting. It literally just sounded like he described Jurassic World. So sure, there's going to be a T-Rex fighting another dinosaur with spikes on it. Um, that was the Indominus Rex, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, you could verify this with Steven Spielberg when you talk to him. I will, yeah. I'll ask him. I'll, I'll try to find out the spike dinosaur and the guy, whatever that man was who's who's going to be in it. Uh, I forget. And I'll, I'll ask about the robots. But, um, yeah. Um, thanks, Quasar, a.k.a. Big Buzz, a.k.a. Moon, Moonbeam. Whatever, uh, J, James J. I, I didn't hear what that was. Uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we got um, another uh, message here on Twitter from Matt, uh, a.k.a. Sickleclaw. Uh, we'll, go, we'll stick with the a.k.a.s. Um, also for the mailbag, how would fans react to the possibility of no Nublar going forward? So I guess he's kind of um, piggybacking off of uh, – piggy. what did I just say? Piggybacking, not banking. I don't know if I said banking. I couldn't I hear. I have headphones happening. on. <laughs> it got totally derailed. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the voicemail got to you. Um, yeah. So, how would fans react to the possibility of no Nublar going forward? So, I, I guess if, if you know, by chance this volcano destroys everything, um, or or by chance that maybe we just don't go back. <laughs> There's no reason to go back. Maybe nothing happens. Nothing gets destroyed, but we're moving on. Um, how would fans react? How would you react? Um, I think it's that's inevitable anyway. Either if it gets destroyed or not, I think that's where we're going. And I kind of think people know that in the back of their minds somehow. Like, we've been here so many times, and I, I do think that the last movie is not going to be there. And I think a lot of fans think that too. Even if they don't want to believe it, I think they know that's probably where it's going to go. So I don't know if it'll be a huge shock if they do go that way. And I think people are mentally preparing anyway. So... Yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah, that's a a good good reaction there. Um, Because I think you're right. Personally, I have no idea how how the third movie will go, or Mm -mm. sixth movie, whatever we want to call it, third or sixth, I don't care. Um, I I don't know. But I I could potentially see them not ever visiting an island at all. You know, it just could be straight mainland or space. I don't know. (laughs) Could be anything. After that last voicemail, it could be space. It might be. Didn't someone ask if it was going to be space? Didn't we have a question one time? <laughs> I think, someone was talking about I think space? we probably probably did. Yeah, about something maybe Jurassic uh, Galaxy or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. They could be right. They could be honest something. How would I react? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I I think we had that already happen essentially for. Uh, oh man, I don't even know how many. I guess a lot of years, twenty plus years now. Um, before Jurassic World, you know, we had just Isla Sorna, and we didn't have any new bar. I mean, yes, it was an island, and there was facilities, so it was it was very similar, but um, definitely different. So at that point, we we had not gone back until Jurassic World. Um, Going forward, I don't know. I, I guess uh, it would just be something I'd have to live with, and we'll see what happens. How I react, you know, if it was destroyed, I'd be so upset. And we talked about that already, so we don't really need yeah. to to go down that road again. But I'd be upset. But um, I, I'm okay with 
branching out and, and changing it up. Yeah, I think that's, like I said, I think that's where we're going. So it's not crazy shock. So I, I'm okay with it. Just because yeah. I'm preparing myself. If it just came out of nowhere and like slapped me on the face, I don't know. Be a little heartbroken. <laughs> but yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll move on here. Uh, this is from somebody familiar. Uh, so let's uh, let's I'll read this one. Uh, it says Owen and Claire's first and only date is implied as not going well. What do you believe happened on that date? Do you think I know they? The, I know who this is. <laughs> do you think they went to Winston's Steakhouse or possibly Dave and Buster's on Main Street? Owen wore board shorts. Uh, what do you think Claire wore? This is. Uh, it says actually. P.S. Hot dog sandwiches are the best. Yeah, Josh. They are the best. Hot dog sandwiches. There's only a few people will know what that even means. <laughs> so let's uh, let's dive into the first question here. What do you believe happened on that uh, that date? I guess the first date, right? The first and only date, <laughs> I, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, man, why, why, why is Josh throwing me under the bus? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why is he doing this to me? Um... <laughs> I know why he asked this too, and I know what he's doing, and I know about hot dog sandwiches. Like I can't even deal with this. Okay. <laughs> I feel like didn't you? Yeah, I thought you... I saw this on Twitter or something the other day. So let's hope. Yeah. I think you're ready for it. You you got this. Let's see. Okay, so I just tweeted this question out, and then he goes back and throws it at me like I'm supposed to answer <laughs> it when I just asked it like two days ago. Um, let's see. Okay, so. He asked, where did, where did they go and what oh, happened? Yeah, what do you believe happened on that first date? <laughs> well, I read, okay, I read this really, 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 really good fanfic, like, maybe a month ago. It was really good. It was, I loved it. And shout out to whoever wrote it. I don't remember what it's called, and I don't remember who wrote it, but shout out to you. And and it it was really, it, it, it explained this so well. And what happened in there was, Claire wore this this really nice green dress, and Owen wore his crappy uh, board shorts. And he went, and she thought she was going to dinner, and he took her to this bar for drinks first. And she was all, "What?" And then he was all like ordering all this garbage, and she's like, "Wow!" And then he he was all like being unpolite and stuff, and it was just very very like that. And I think that's what happened. And then she kept wanting to go to dinner, and he was like, really, really like inappropriate in that. So I, I think that's what happened. And yeah. I think that, yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, it's it, there's a lot you can infer, I guess, from that quick scene. They just establish like their relationship and how how they've you know gotten along and and all that. And and obviously they they knew each other, I guess, for a while. They've worked together. They've seen each other around. Um, and yeah, the, the date obviously didn't go well. So I, I think that's the best explanation is that he just act like, you know, like himself. Like obviously he acted very kiddy the, the entire time, like leading up to, you know, when stuff actually started, like stuff, uh, bad stuff ha- uh, happened on the island. So he was, he was joking. He was just constantly kidding. So I could see that happening. He just didn't take the date seriously. I do wish I could remember what fanfic that was and just instruct people to go read that chapter because it was done so well, like perfectly, and I'm failing miserably. It was a while ago and I I didn't really think about it enough to retain, but I remember it being really good. And like even the talks, the discussions they had, like the stuff he was talking about, the stuff she was talking about, it was just written really well and it made sense. And I can't recall it 
to give that answer. And I don't know who wrote the fanfic, and I don't remember what it was called, so I'm failing all over this. And he knows I was going to fail over this question. That's why he asked it. <laughs> well, I I don't think you failed. I think you you just uh, you pulled it together and you actually gave a good answer. Um, because I think it's as simple as that. It's just like pretty just on the surface there. We we kind of know that he's you know childish and she's you know more straight laced and and then they just clashed it didn't really work out but now that they've had a little bit of time to go through like a traumatic experience they kind of are on maybe a similar level i don't know maybe maybe that won't be the case when the next movie starts um but uh his his last question here what do you think claire war i don't know if you did you answer that Oh, I, yeah, I think, according to my fanfic, it was that green dress, and oh, she yeah, had yeah. her hair up. It was a really good fanfic. Oh, and then something about the itinerary, that was written in there really well, too, because it was like, um, like he was making fun of her itinerary, and she felt so bad about that. Hmm. And your heart just like, oh, oh, because oh, the build up to that real nice, like the chapter before. And like, she worked really hard on her itinerary, and then he just like rips it down. He's like, it's stupid. Yeah. And I, just, oh, I, I think, I think, uh, I think that, that's what happened. That sounds pretty good. I mean, I don't think the date went that bad, right? It couldn't have gone that bad. I mean, it, it went bad enough where they didn't, like, you know, go on another date or anything or maybe not even interact. But I think, like, they're they're cool with each other still. It wasn't, like, the worst thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. If I, could, if I could just make someone send me that fanfic, if, if you know what I'm talking about, to send that to Brad and be like, promote it to the world yes it was a good one <laughs> awesome well that that's good for that i guess so thanks josh for uh throwing yeah, jen thanks. under the bus <laughs> uh let's go on to a voicemail uh let's see don't know what this is i think it's from veronica so let's take a listen um that is a really cool voicemail intro i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> anyways so hi I'm Veronica. I've been following you guys on Twitter. Uh, one of my friends got me into this. And I've never done the Jurassic mailbag, but I really couldn't resist myself this time around. So I really wanted to just say some stuff. Um, first off, like, you guys are awesome. Like, anybody who likes Jurassic Park is, like, my best friend. So we're official. We're best friends. So just be ready. I'm going to totally be retweeting everything. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about, uh, the new Fallen Kingdom. I'm curious to see how Ian Malcolm comes into play with this, and also Dr. Wong. No, that's not his name. Yeah, yeah, no, Dr. Wu, sorry, I was thinking of his real name. Um, I don't know if anybody read the book, but I've read both Jurassic Park and The Lost World, and, uh... I know that he, uh, Dr. Wu is kind of like somewhat of a main character, but he also, something happens to him and I don't want to give anybody like any spoilers away or anything like that. So I'm interested to see if they're going to follow Dr. Wu's like storyline in the Fallen Kingdom because like, you know, it was like his whole thing of creating the dinosaurs and stuff like that, but you know, it didn't turn out his way, and um, I just really want to see where he goes, and I'm also curious to see where Malcolm comes into all of this. Um, I'm curious. I'm really curious to know 
what this whole plot is about. Like, I, I've seen theories and I've heard stuff, but I really just don't know what everything is going to entail. So I, I'm really excited about this. Um, I am really looking forward to it. And I think that's pretty much all I really wanted to say. It was totally incoherent because, like, I'm super excited about talking about Jurassic Park, so it's not, it's never coherent. But anyways, yeah. So, um, yeah, you guys are awesome. And uh, thanks for listening to my really buttery <laughs> message. All right, bye, my Jurassic Park friends. <laughs> Oh, we have a new best friend. Best friends, right there, it's and so and I mean, you. She said that you know she was totally incoherent. I thought it was fine, but I think it goes right in line with the rest of this episode so far, right? I mean, <laughs> we've been incoherent at times. Yeah, I mean, you just listened to the last hour or so. I was <laughs> never coherent. <laughs> I can't say words, and uh, we have, you know... <laughs> I know, you have me, like, saying, what, what was the word you couldn't Line, say? line, just give me the line. Like, it's like a script, and I'm like, <laughs> you're holding the script, and I'm trying to figure it out, and I don't know what it is. So put me saying words in that you can't say, and just replace them with my voice, it's fine. <laughs> this, is, this is how we do it professionally. Oh, God. Um, but that, that was an awesome voicemail. Uh, let's see, let's go back. Um, uh, the, the Ian Malcolm stuff, I guess we've kind of covered that a little bit here so far um how does he play into this movie um man i don't know i really wish i knew like how big his role was or you know how how many minutes he's in this movie or whatnot um but you know it could be it could be small so we we don't know but um i'm gonna assume it's small that's to say i'm gonna play it safe and assume he's barely in it and he's just in it enough to play a crucial role but uh, not enough to be like a big character or anything. Um, but maybe, maybe like we said, maybe he's on the side of saving these dinosaurs or what, whatever is going on. I don't know. I've always imagined him, you know, petitioning in a, uh, you know, a newscast or something to shut this island down. But I don't know. Maybe it's the opposite. Yeah, I think he'll have like a really tiny role from what we've seen anyway. I don't think he filmed very long. You know, it's just a little bit. But yeah, maybe he will. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. We have no idea. We have no idea about him. No idea. I don't even know what to speculate. I don't even know if he's going to be like acting with people or if it's just going to be a recording or if he's on TV or no idea. I know. I know. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and she said like, you know, she's really interested to hear like what's happening and, and what the details are. And, and yeah, I think we're in the same boat. We, we don't know, you know, what's happening. I mean, we've seen some stuff here and there, but we don't know how to piece things together and i think we're all in the same boat we just want to know what the whole plot is moving forward i just really want to know um and as far as dr wu's concerned um that's a that's a good question as to what happens to him and i mean does he let's think like one of the things i like to go back to is the um the 2XL, we've been, I don't know if you've gotten a chance, but uh, we, me and Aaron, I keep bringing up Aaron, Aaron Beyer, um, big part of this podcast, and, and he has the uh, awesome 2XL robot. If uh, anybody hasn't listened to that, those episodes, go check those out. We've done two of them so far. And uh, it's this 2XL robot that actually plays this, this audio tape called Chaos in Jurassic Park. And uh, it's like it reads off like a, essentially like a radio play and you pick all these different options. And um, 
you know, you can follow around Dr. Wu and figure out what he's up to. And he, in this story, he has this like special project, I think they call it. And uh, I think, you know, it turns out, obviously it's like relating to the book and stuff. And he has this raptor or hybrid raptor. And, and that's from the book. So it's not like Jurassic World is doing anything crazy like with hybrid raptors. So um, we talked about that earlier with if there will be any more hybrids. I think maybe that maybe Dr. Wu will have something to do with more hybrids if that's the case. Um, and maybe he will be, ha- maybe he'll have a special project like a small pet velociraptor that he's like trying to make you know like the best one he can or something like that i don't know it'll be interesting to see i think that's the biggest question and and not a lot of jurassic movies i think end in a cliffhanger or or any kind of cliffhanger of sorts but uh jurassic world definitely did and left us hanging with like what's going on with this character um, I think actually, I think he'll have a small role too. I think that that Daniela is that her name? Yeah. I think she's gonna have a big part. She might continue oh, yeah. his work or something like that. So his work might still go and be a big role. But I think she's gonna be like the Doctor Wu of this movie for some reason. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, all we have to look off of, like we you said with um, Jeff Goldblum, is like. How long did they film? And, you know, if we know specifically, we, we could maybe answer how much of a role they'll have. But a lot of this stuff happens behind the scenes. We don't exactly know. So who knows with, with Dr. Wu. But um, his role was not big in either movie, you know, that he's been in. It was tiny in Jurassic Park, but significant and memorable. You know, he, he was barely even a character in that movie, but they turned yeah. him into something much bigger. And I think they really grew on that character with backstory from the Mizrani site and all that and um and and the Jurassic World his character built and built and he's this new character now so I'm really interested to see where he goes well I wouldn't really be surprised if Malcolm and Dr. Wu had around the same screen time to be honest doing completely different things interacting Mm -hmm. with completely different people but screen time wise or level of importance I kind of might say they're the same I think Malcolm might be more than a cameo and less than like a big character. And I think Dr. Will be the same thing, more than a cameo and less than a big character. Because that Daniela, I'm guessing, I don't know, might take over that spot that he would have normally. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he'll be just on par with Jurassic World. You know, it was a it was Mm -hmm. a, a good, really great part with some great dialogue, a good like monologue there with um Mizrani. And uh, it was a major part, but very short and very contained. So I think that's what we'll see from both those characters. Yeah, even maybe a little less than that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe a lot of characters this time. A lot of people in this movie. Yeah. I think, you know, it's very hard to compare this movie because I don't think it's going to be anything like Jurassic World. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it won't be like any of the movies. But, it's you know, it's we've got a, a new director who doesn't essentially fall in line with any of the other directors that we've had so far. So could be a completely different take. I, I don't know. It's going to be so good either way. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. Thank you so much, Veronica. That was an awesome email. Hopefully, or not email, voicemail. Hopefully uh, we hear from you again. <laughs> we are best friends. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. So uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, this next one is a text. We actually got a text message from <gasps> <What>? Molly. <laughs> technology i know right i you know i got this voicemail number but apparently people just can text it so i that's news to me 
Um, <laughs> it says, hello, Jurassic Park podcast. I just want to thank you for, uh, thank you all so much for such an amazing podcast. That is always my go-to podcast. I just went on a long road trip and I listened to your podcast nonstop all the way there. I'm sorry what? about that. I'm sorry, Molly. Um, <laughs> I don't know uh, about Fallen Kingdom. I didn't know about Fallen Kingdom until I listened to the new episode, and I was so excited. I got your phone number from your website, just so you know. I really want to thank you guys for an amazing show, Molly, um, from Colorado. So thank you, Molly. That's awesome. So, thank you for alerting wait. us that we can get text messages now. <laughs> yeah, and, and wait, did you... I don't know if the audio is still being stupid, but did she say that she heard about Fallen Kingdom from your podcast? Yeah. Did she say that? She's, yeah, what? she says, I didn't know Dude. about Fallen Kingdom until I listened to the new episode. So, or news episode. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's breaking news awesome. right here. <laughs> Without you, she would still not know it existed. Possibly. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't blame her because they don't do anything. So (laughs) it's like not there's like not even a movie coming out next year called, you know, Fallen Kingdom. You wouldn't even know otherwise. When are they going to start paying you for advertisement? I don't know. I mean, look, they put out like one official picture and and a, a poster. And, you know, every time a new movie comes out, like. Ant-Man and the Wasp just started filming today. What What is today? Today is uh, August 1st. August 1st. I believe it started filming today. And, and like they tweeted from the account and, and uh, put a quick video like with some cool music and some footage from behind the scenes and stuff like that. And you're what? just like, what? They won? The first day. Like, what? what? <laughs> Other movies are doing this. And like, you know, I think, what was it? Um... Westworld um, was filming for like a week or something and put together an awesome trailer for their second season and you're like well come on let's get some let's get something like out here people let's get something we don't even have skills we have no skills if those pictures didn't leak from the set we wouldn't know anything we wouldn't have costumes we would it wouldn't even exist we wouldn't even know they were filming if they didn't have that stuff yeah it's very interesting it's one of the biggest franchises in the world you know it's you can't get much bigger you know you got star wars i guess bigger you know the uh, the avengers you know whole entire cinematic universe is huge and then you have jurassic and, and i don't know there's not a ton of other franchises that are bigger i don't think there really are um so let's treat it with some respect i guess that's that's all molly's asking here right <laughs> I mean, all that's been officially released was what that picture, yeah, <laughs> that's and the it? poster because every because Bryce tweeted out those pictures and then like, other people and stuff. But there's no the only official thing. Had they not been on social media, had none of that leaked or nothing, we would only have one still and <laughs> one poster with yeah. nobody even in it. Imagine if nobody tweeted a single thing about like the, the the cast and crew i mean you know not the leaks and whatnot but mm-hmm. imagine if the cast and crew never said a word about this and just like you know we had nothing to build it off of like at least they've given us small clues like we talked about in the beginning which is hard to keep up with like you said you know we'd have nothing and that's crazy and uh you know the movie's coming out in less than a year that is nuts yeah that's you know? heartbreaking it's soon enough. We'll, we'll get stuff soon enough, and 
Um, you know, in February, I guess, we have Super Bowl coming up, and that's a big time for trailers and whatnot. Uh, positive, I'm sure we'll see something around then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm maybe sure even the sooner. start of the year. Maybe sooner, you know, who knows. But um, that wasn't even, that's besides all the points here. Molly uh, went on a long tr- road trip and listened to the podcast nonstop. Um, sorry, like I said in the middle of your email, that you had to listen to my voice, you know, Jen's voice, who's, whoever's voice was on those episodes uh, so much. But uh, thanks. She deserves an award. Yeah. You're going to send her an award. Like, like Veronica Loyal said, best friends. Award. You know, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> a friendship necklace. Like, you know, friendship necklace. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you. That's awesome. I-, I love hearing that, you know, people are devoting their time and their trips. You know, I don't know what, what you looked at on your trip across the country or wherever you went on, on your road trip. But uh, I'm grateful to-, to know that you listen to our voices as you're looking out the window to some cool sights. I totally got this random image of, like, people having a map and just putting like a picture of you everywhere that they listen to you at and you just like Sorry. driving along to all these places in a cartoon version oh man <laughs> you're like brad's journeys yeah <laughs> all these places oh god that's that's more I, I hate to say it, but it's probably more likely than you're joking about because uh, i mean not not like literally putting like stickers on a map or anything but you know i i listen to i've listened to podcasts for years now and I can like pinpoint specific places I've been where I've listened to that podcast. And I, mm-hmm. it just like pops in my head every now and then when I think back to that moment or that place. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I was listening to that that episode. I can remember the episode and I can remember sort of what they were talking about and all that. So I think I think you're not that far off there, Jen. <laughs> I think that's people true, though, maybe yeah. do remember, you know, what's going on and and. uh you know, that, that's freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> You're always going to be remembered now. Because like, awesome. we put these things together and then we, we forget about them. You know, like, I don't remember what we said in the beginning of this episode an hour ago. So, I don't remember either. I don't remember the question before this one. Oh, we were best friends. Yeah, we were best one. friends. Okay, um, that's all I know. But, yeah, so thank you so much, Molly. That's awesome. Keep texting. And if you want to step it up, you can call our voicemail. Um, but let's move on. To the last one. This has been a marathon. We've been going crazy. So let's get into the last voicemail here. Uh, Let's rest our voices for a second, Jen. Hi, this is Amy, and I'm calling in response to the Jurassic Mailbag. Uh, For my Jurassic thoughts today, I thought I would talk about an underappreciated character from the movie The Lost World. Oh, no, Uh, Jen. Ian Malcolm's daughter, Kelly Malcolm. What? Uh, When I... when I was a kid, I really resonated with her character, not only because she was close in age in a strong female role, but also because she was outspoken, funny, obviously loved her dad and family if she was willing to go against his wishes of staying put, and clearly a battle for knocking a velociraptor to the ground with her gymnastic skills in order to save her dad. Uh, you know, most like most secondary characters in sequels, uh, you never hear about her again in the Jurassic Park franchise or in the movies. And you don't really hear about her in the Jurassic Park community. Uh, so this is my salute to her because she is a great character. And that's my thoughts. So thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. 
Oh, Amy. Amy, I liked you, Amy. You were you were friendly. I was gonna say how bubbly and friendly this everybody is here when they're calling in, and so polite and formal. And then the lost world, <laughs> Amy. Amy, no, what are you doing? No, no. Amy, <laughs> yes. She's a, she's a good Great person. call, Amy. Keep calling <laughs> in about the lost world. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you don't probably know too much about this character, but. Uh, what do you know about the the character of Kelly Malcolm, or Kelly? I know uh, that she wears name is. a red shirt. She wears a red shirt. That, I know <laughs> that's that a good point. Fact. That's a very good point. This red shirt, the, red shirt. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. um, I, I put together because uh, it was her the uh, actress's birthday the other day, and I put together like a, an image of, you know. Uh, Kelly's role and, and all that stuff and, and uh, I think there was like a picture of her from uh, the premiere and stuff like that from Jurassic World so I was putting this image together and there's there's a lot of like great love for that character via like other mediums and, and like like the Lego game and, and um, there was a few, I forget, there was a few well, other she's items. In like, the, um, the game the, the phone game, the Jurassic the phone World game. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, that was I one played of them. that So yeah. There's, there's a lot. There is some love for the character, but I agree with Amy that there's not enough. Like, and and she nailed it on the head with all the the, the great points about the character being outspoken and funny, and uh, caring for the family and whatnot. Um, I agree because it is an interesting character, and and uh, that movie is definitely about family, and uh, I, I think Kelly's an awesome character, and it, it's you know it's, it's it's I don't know. You can't just keep revisiting and revisiting all these these people and characters and whatnot. But but uh, Kelly Malcolm would would be an interesting one to kind of show up here and there. You know, maybe just as a small quick cameo or something like that. But uh, yeah, I, I do I do like her character. I think she was smart, intelligent, and uh, could handle her own. Like compare her to Lex and Tim, she wasn't necessarily as afraid or any any of that stuff. She was like game. You know, she. She did something in, insane, and she just did some gymnastics and killed a raptor. I think I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think this is my mind thinking. I think she killed the first dinosaur in the, in the movies. Whoa! So whoa! If I'm right, I'm well, trying to think. I can't think of any others. Um, but that's that's pretty intense. She like straight up like impaled a dinosaur, which is. <laughs> super you know intense and yeah a lot of people make fun of that scene but i like it I, I i find it fun now you know i don't have any issue with that scene um she's a really cool character and definitely does not get enough love well i gotta applaud the shout out just like you said the uh, underrated character and any shout outs to underrated characters i i totally get behind so i love that i love that she got some love there and i guess if that was your movie growing up if like lost world is your movie and that and you're around that age like yeah you would kind of attach yourself to that character so i could kind of see how you would and then all of a sudden you're like oh she disappears for the rest of the movies okay but yeah i could see a soft spot for her if that was your movie and and yeah you identified with it that's pretty cool so good shout out love underrated characters i want more things like that i want more people to tell me they're underrated like favorite little characters that nobody talks about that's cool yeah that's that's um Maybe a potential episode in the future sometime is is talking about all the underrated characters. There's a few that pop up, and and uh, 
I, I yeah, she's she's pretty high on that list and and such an awesome character, and uh, some really great quotes and stuff from her, like calling her uh, Karen, uh, which was her, I guess babysitter or something, um, a troglodyte for for not having Sega, <laughs> like it's <laughs> hilarious, like the stuff that comes out of her mouth, and uh, I, I love the fact that she had like candy on this like tons like the most amount of candy like literally she just went trick-or-treating and then got in the back of that rv and then was <laughs> shipped to isla sorna like so much candy you've never seen so much candy in your life um so <laughs> you have no idea what i'm talking about but it's hilarious nope. <laughs> um but uh yeah she's a great character she made it all the way across that island like no questions asked just did what she had to do and took out a raptor in the meantime. And then, yeah, she does, like, disappear towards the end, but then reappears at the very end. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. She's one of the last characters you see. So I think that wraps up our emails and voicemails and text messages Aww. and uh, website contacts and everything. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's like an hour and something, an hour and change. Like, that's... I'm so fast. That's was, one month's fun. worth of, of content there that pe- wow. you, you amazing listeners have cared to actually write in and call in and do all that. I think a lot of people are maybe afraid to call in, don't know what to expect, but um, it's not. I'm not going to pick up. So don't be afraid. Don't feel like you, you know, oh, I'm afraid to talk to him or something like that. But no, I'm not picking up. Like, it's just a voicemail. So leave a message and. We'll get back to you eventually. And I think the more people hear other people doing it, they're like, oh, well, it's okay. Other people are doing it. And then more people are doing it. And it's going to keep building. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. Throw and- out a challenge. Be like, see if you could talk this month for September. My birthday's in September. So let's get a huge monthly mailbag wow. for September. Yeah. I just, I just challenged. I just threw that down. Let's do it. Yeah, I want to do these, like we said, every month. And this will be – what I want to do is do the first episode of the month. So every first episode, whatever Monday becomes the first episode of the month, um, that will be this one. So the the Jurassic Mailbag. So, uh, geez. So it's the monthly – the Monday monthly mailbag. Yeah. M, M, M. M cubed. Oh, my gosh. M cubed. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, like I said, everybody, you know, call our voicemail line, 732-825-7763. Um, that's, you know, mostly just for U.S. citizens here. Um, if you can't and you're outside the U.S., uh, you can um, – uh, citizens, I probably should have just said residents. Um, if you're outside the U.S., uh, you can just send us a, a voicemail, you know, through email if you want to just record a message Literally, all you got to do is pick up your phone. Every phone, I guess, has a voice message program. You just record your voice, send us that email. I'll play it here on the podcast. So if you don't have the ability to call our number, you can definitely just do that. Um, And our email is JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. You can also head to our website, and we have a contact form. So if you just look at uh, the navigation of our website, it says contact. Hit that. Enter all your information with a message, and I'll read it here just like I did. And uh, that number I read before, apparently you can text it. So, you know, if you want to send a text message, that's cool too. Um, 
Did I cover everything? Yeah, I think that I think yeah, that's good. Yeah, you just put the new text thing in that we found out, and then we had a best friend, and this was an eventful night. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, yeah, we we read a few from Twitter. Um, you know, you I guess you could also do Instagram or Facebook, but I'll say that Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, there's less of a chance that I'll actually remember those ones. <laughs> so I have to like actually physically remember to put them on the notes. Otherwise, I'll, they'll just get lost because notifications are coming in rapidly so if you want to definitely be on the show email text us or call our voicemail so yeah that yeah. That, that wraps it up uh, jen any last thoughts here um i just want more best friends so <laughs> and i want september's monthly monday monthly mailbag to be huge because it's my birthday and i want best friends and this is awesome and fun so yes challenge we are all best friends. Thank you very yes. much. Uh, Jen, Don't where can everybody... Don't be afraid to call in. Yeah. Where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me at Jennifer underscore Lynn 89 and at the Bryce Dallas Howard Network, 101% of my life, at BDH Network, and then website <laughs> BryceDallasHoward.co, and all of that happening, and we have all Bryce's happening over there, so check all of that out. I'm always there. Whew. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. And uh, geez, this has been a long one. And like you said, okay. September is going to be longer, folks. So do it. Start sending them. You know your questions, your comments, your thoughts. Start sending them right now. I'm already prepping. Like I'm, I already have <laughs> answers. My notes. I've, I've already opened a new note. So let's let's get this started. I don't even need the questions. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you next month, Jen. <laughs> okay. See ya. Bye. Bye. Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Thanks for listening to the 110th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a big thanks to Jen for joining me for a very lengthy edition of the Jurassic Mailbag segment. As we mentioned, we'll be doing these every first episode of the month. So keep your questions coming in around the clock and we'll hit them as soon as we can. Now, I really can't end this episode without thanking everybody who called or wrote in this week. You guys totally blew us away with the amount of questions and of course the great quality of content that you sent in. Keep it up and I hope we hear from each one of you again soon. As always, if you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review in iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. It will seriously help out our rankings and make it easier for people like you to find us. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com 
for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, comments, or if you want to debut a segment of your own, send them to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you can submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. What, what happens is it actually, every time I get a voicemail, it transcribes it, and it's mm-hmm. l- literally the worst transcription ever. <laughs> okay, so like, how did it transcribe with the guy? When we heard it, we didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, let's see. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll try to read it as literal as possible, like uh, without messing up. <clears throat> Hi, as information on on the next Jackson Park movie... So I want to say, and apparently they're going to be in the men there. I forgot was name. Was it? So anyway, something like, I don't know. Anyway, so Lender does robust enough movie or family. And like, there's going to be like some T-Rex fighting this other status or Lee don't know what it is. It has a lot of spikes on it. That's a spikes on his head. And so it's really weird. And if you have a chance to tell scene this bill or something from me, late didn't mention me, you know my name is Quasars. Okay, big buzz. Okay, Moonbeam. Jays. So yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no. that's the best voicemail. I don't know. I don't know. That was great. That that, that that that's that's an insane transcription, and I don't. I can't decipher what it said based off of that. Whew, thank you, this Google Voice, for that thing. for that laughter.